It's February 17th, 2020, and this is the Architecture Geeks podcast. And I'm Larry. And I'm Matthew. We're your friendly neighborhood architects being geeky as we want to be. Well, welcome back, everybody. Hope everyone's doing okay. We are having, uh, I think it's technically spring today in Dallas. It's kind of been yo-yoing up and down, trying to figure out if it wants to be winter or spring. Yeah, no, I think like a day ago, it was still kind of wintry. Today, it's... Oh, no, yesterday was actually good. A couple of days ago, it was wintry. Today's supposed to be really springy. And I think tomorrow, it starts getting fally. It got, <laughs> drops back down to wintry again the next. So, yeah, it's that just that weird time of year, but we are, we're slowly gearing up towards spring. And I think we're going to start getting there. Like, at least all the trees are starting to bud. Yeah, well, I'm hoping. <laughs> You're like, maybe, maybe. That's how you get fruit in the yeah. fruit in the summer. Yeah, how's all your stuff doing? It's okay. Uh, the pear trees, I could still use a little bit of work. I need yeah. to get them up higher off the ground, but okay. out of the ground, but because I planted them too deep. But, oh, you did. Yeah, I got a little overzealous with the uh, with the shovel. Yes. <laughs> Well, well, how how bad for you? No, no. bad, bad, naughty homeowner. Um, well, no, it's it's and odd, oddly enough, you know, because it's getting to be that time of year, I think it's more than appropriate for what we want to talk about today because we thought we'd we'd do this podcast talking about artificial turf. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because in in another couple of months it's going to be lawn mowing season. Yay! Yeah, no, and and nobody looks forward to lawn care in the 100 yeah. degree summer heat <laughs> no 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 there's a reason i hire a guy to do mine yeah 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 we uh i think we i don't know how many years ago now but it was like okay it's getting really hot and our allergies are going bananas so hmm yeah let's hire somebody <laughs> yeah yeah what you save in in in, in time yeah and and <laughs> time and sweat and pain yes. and suffering yeah there's something to be said for that but um but artificial turf um and i'm gonna date myself here and matthew's probably gonna date himself here in a minute as well yeah yeah um but when i think artificial turf my first thought is the um the green um what's it called astroturf yeah that they had uh the previous owners in my of my house had glued to the back patio oh wow yeah yeah and that was fun getting that up and then getting all the glue up and then trying to get all the glue cleaned off oh. yeah i was gonna yeah. say the glue sounds like the worst part to me uh, honestly it was yeah it wasn't like you could um you know just scrape it all off off in one go it was just kind of you know working your way around the patio <laughs> with a chisel with just a chisel <laughs> yeah yeah so that's what i always think of when i think of astroturf but yeah, and and my my formative experience with astroturf was actually at the and here's where I'm dating myself at the old Texas Stadium in Irving where we you know every so often you go out onto the field when they open it up and and I was there one time and and my dad and I were walking across it and I just leaned down to just kind of brush my hands as you know a young kid would do just to feel it and it's like 
that's 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 sandpaper and and and, and the rough kind too the yeah. rough grit <laughs> you're not yeah. it's not fine sanding you're doing here no the number 50 grit to take like paint straight off of it yes yeah and so i'm just sitting there trying to imagine you know the all the football players just running across this and just get drilling themselves into this surface and and just how incredibly well uncomfortable that would be yeah well you know and you gotta wonder the the first few times it happened did um uh did the guys you know i guess the first time really playing on that sort of surface and i guess probably in college is more like it Mm -hmm. it will happen but that first time you hit that it's just like oh yeah yeah. So, so we're not talking about that kind of astroturf either, or artificial turf either. Thankfully not. Thankfully Technology not. has advanced a little bit since then. <laughs> Just a hair. Yeah. Um, so one of the interesting things that I thought was, you know, coming out about all the artificial turf is that, you know, first of all, the color. You know, it's not... It, they have managed to manufacture the colors and the blends enough that it's not... What's the word I'm looking for? In your face. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you know you, you pass by and it's suddenly this very bright, bright, bright green thing. Yeah, that just kind of stares at you in the face and says, "Hi, <laughs> hi, I'm artificial. Can you tell?" Yeah. Yes, yes, we can tell. Or especially the thing that really comes to mind to me was when California. I, I'm sure they're still in a severe drought, but way back when, in the early 2000s, where you see on news stories of people just painting their lawns even really to to get that color green just just because the grass was so dry and yellow oh. people were just even just painting their lawns just to get get some color get the green that everybody was hoping they they could wow i hadn't thought about that yet hmm. yeah i'll put that put that in the hopper and think about that uh wow that's a, that's extreme mm-hmm. that's yeah. extreme yeah but 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 it's interesting it's the the blend of color because they'll they'll mix the um the individual blades will be different colors mm, so you get a more natural looking yeah, feel natural look, natural looking look yeah um but and and again the the uh uh if you go online and you start looking at some of these manufacturers and start, actually, if you actually had the product in your hand, you'd be surprised. But the, a lot of times, depending on what they're using it for, will sometimes dictate how they uh, mix the colors. Oh, so they've even designed different types of turf for different uses as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, that's the, you know, it's not like it's a one-size-fits-all anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so um, and that's one manufacturer. There was a um, one for, like, a general lawn, just landscaping, mm-hmm. one that was for sports areas. Um, they had one for one specifically for canine. Oh, yeah. 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 And, you know, you worked in a kennel for... Oh, yeah, yeah, all through high school and college. And, and I, I specifically worked with Border Collies, and, and they would, you know... They're high energy focused dogs who, you know, they're they're worth their weight just in running around the yard and, and tearing things up, trying to fetch or, or play with each playing with each other and everything like that. So yeah, no, I I can definitely imagine in that situation where something might be incredibly useful. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean just, just avoid killing the backyard. Yes. Yes, that's true. 
Now, I, I've never been a huge, big fan of turf just because yeah, I've seen I've seen just people as, as I'm driving by. I've, I saw I I drove by this one house that the the, the lawn just it, it was it was just the entire front lawn was just turf. And personally, as as a enthusiast gardener i'm not gonna say gardener because that that's too lofty of a title you're for still me. enthusing it yeah but as an as someone who pays attention to these type of things i'm just sitting here cringing because i'm sitting here like your lawn is exposed to the elements you know why 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 put yourself through that other than sheer laziness of not taking care of a yard which I understand, like, I, I, again, perfectly understand not wanting to get out there and do that type of thing, but why, 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 why cover your entire lawn with that? Because I'm, I was just concerned about all the chemicals and all the stuff that, that leaches into the ground and then, you know, it's just not good for you, I, I would imagine. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you think about it, it's, it's, you know, for, for one, I think if you're, thinking on I need to replace my front yard with something more durable and less you know lower maintenance yeah um you know there are other ways to do that obviously we talked about with the gardening because you're doing the the clover yes so a mixture of clover and uh, clover and buffalo grass buffalo just grass. so that a little bit more natural so that yeah the, the 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 clover itself doesn't lend itself to a lot of heavy traffic but the buffalo grass does right. so it gets a more it adds a little bit more durability to sure, it. Sure, sure. So, so, but it's lower maintenance. It's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there are ways to do that without having to do something like astroturf. Um, but for limited landscaping, where you have a a stretch of yard where, you know, you you can't grow something. Yeah. Where you can't grow something where it doesn't get much light. Because I know we've done a couple of townhome projects where, you know, the the, the buildings are so close together that there's not going to be any meaningful natural light that gets down in there. And and in those in that in that specific use case, I could see very much putting and and we have pictures of the owners who did end up putting artificial turf. Yeah. In in specifically in that in those spots. So I know a home inspector here in Dallas who when she was doing her backyard and doing her patio, you know, she had this this one stretch along her patio that nothing ever really grew in. And the patio looked great. I mean, she got it done. She's like, oh, it looks so good. And she's looking at this, like, long strip next to it going, hmm, now what? Because yeah. she couldn't put the patio under. I don't know why she had, you know, couldn't extend the patio that far, but she's just staring at it. And she came back, and she put down turf. And it actually looks really, really good. I mean, you in some ways a little surprised, but it was a, you know, the rest of the yard's just yard mm. and works. But this little section, she's just got this little section of turf. Yeah. So, and, and I could, I could very much see like limited uses yeah. for it, but I just, I just kind of cringed a little bit inside when you see the, an, an, entire, an entire front yard yeah. covered in it that, that, that's supposed to get all, some, at least some light. And you're just like, oh, not so good. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, you know, and my guess is it's obvious it's turf. Yes, okay. yes, that's was, true. Was this like in the middle of winter, and uh, it's the yeah. only thing in town that was green? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. We were, we were. I was just driving through a neighborhood. We, I the you know grass naturally just hibernates for the winter as well, and and we were 
driving by and you see this giant green patch and you just I, I kind of turn my head just trying to just trying to get a full grip on what was going on there because i like looking at houses oh well, yeah uh, and, and, and but this one just you, you drive by and you're just like what back the car up yeah wait what <laughs> no i would have if 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 they hadn't been <laughs> if they hadn't been home yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be embarrassing uh Sir, why did you stop the? No, don't ask. I'm just looking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know the the other thing too is is so when I was growing up and as a kid, it was at the playgrounds at school. Oh. You know, you think about it was all gravel. We just played in gravel. It wasn't like you know mm. too rough, but apparently, I guess at some point that became a problem because I kept seeing them blacktop. Yeah. The the playgrounds. I'm like, why are you putting like heat producing? Hard as a rock, blacktop down underneath slides and swings. You're just looking for death. Oh. And the metal <laughs> slides too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, so for the for playgrounds, I think that's a you know becoming a more likely option to do something with turf instead of because and and you know the manufacturers are making stuff specifically for. I was going to say, how does that, because I know my one-year-olds will just pick up and put any loose little bit of thing in their mouth. <laughs> oh, look, it's on the ground. No, 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 yeah. No. yeah. How, how does the, how, has the manufacturer taken that into? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, so they use a, a, a rubber material to create ballast mm -hmm. to kind of hold everything down. And it's fairly fine, but apparently it's non-toxic. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's, if your kid eats it, they're not going to die a horrible death. <laughs> Uh, or get her spontaneously combust or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's it's the the product itself, and I thought that's pretty interesting. You know, because because the underlayment, the the base layer of everything is very porous. Mm -hmm. So everything that this the grass is woven into is very porous, so that water can go through. And you know, one of the potential what you're saying, the toxic. You know, you're getting all these chemicals leaching in. Mm -hmm. But uh, the blades themselves don't degrade the way you would think a, um, a fabricated material would, mm. you know. Um, so you don't get that, that toxicity, you know, leaching into the ground necessarily. And the same thing with the, the pellets themselves are non-toxic. So as, as water is coming through, because, of course, when it rains, it's going to soak through. Yeah. Uh, or when you're out there scrubbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to scrub the dog poop off of it. Got to scrub the dog poop and the pee and whatever else off of it. Well, that's the other funny thing is, um, you know, you think, okay, I've got this great backyard that's, you know, kid-friendly, it's dog-friendly, and I don't have to, quote-unquote, maintain it. It's like, no, you, you got to maintain it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Yeah, no. Dogs, Yeah. Yeah, well, and apparently you have to rake it. Really? Yeah, which makes you think of shag carpeting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did away with that a long time ago. Yeah, AstroTurf, the new shag carpeting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's you get out there and you rinse it and wash it, and apparently, I guess it's like a, uh, say you can use like a stiff um, broom. Okay. It's so like a stiff broom and use that and it'll kind of, I guess, fluff it back up. Huh. But apparently you can also rake it, and it'll help pull the pull the um, blades back up into position. So that's kind of interesting. I thought, yeah, you know, that's that's so lower maintenance, not no maintenance. But you know, if if you're if you are somebody who has a lot of dogs, 
Because I mean, I, th I think about, you know, if I look at our backyard and there's a path around, you know, you get that path running around the edge of the fence. Yes, the, yes, you don't the, want to talk the dog beaten, yes, uh -huh. yes trail. Like you <laughs> always tell where the dog runs. There he goes, right there. Because uh, I think, you know, that'd be so great to have that there, you know. And I, and, I, and I know, uh, especially in high-rise living, mm -hmm. uh, having a little bit of turf on, on your porch so you don't have to take your dog, you know, 14 stories mm -hmm. down to, you know, go out to the bathroom. You, yeah. just, you go potty and, go you, potty and you have that little, you know, three by three square of, <laughs> of decent astroturf, you know. Yeah, I, I could definitely see a, a a good use for that to there too. Yeah, well, but at the same time, I imagine a lot of these high rises are probably have designated areas that some, you know, somewhere on the property that you can take your dog, mm. and you know they don't have to worry about, you know, what's it, what is it doing to the grass, what is it doing to, um, you know the you know the smell, yay. Yeah. So, uh, um, yes, people pick up after your dog. Remember that. You need to do that. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but yeah, so so there's just all these different kind of, you know, uses for it. And they're all, you know, the, the manufacturers are gearing it that way. Mm -hmm. So that so that a particular way this, <clears throat> excuse me, so that a particular way the grass is, is made would actually end up with, you know, yeah. uh, something that's really usable. Okay. But, uh. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. So every time I think, you know, oh, artificial turf, and I think astroturf, Ooh. it's like, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> now, in all fairness, you say, you know, covering the, the front yard with it. You know, I don't know that I'd mind it all in the backyard. I don't know. What do you think? I... But, but you're, you're the enthusing gardenist. Yes. Gardenist? Gardener? Yeah. No, I guess, like, I, I was... I was telling Faye about, you know, the AstroTurf that we were talking about today. And, mm -hmm. and she's like, yeah, why not? And I, I, I sat here just trying to, I mean, beyond my internal <laughs> <laughs> queasiness towards it, uh -huh. I, I couldn't justify, uh, like, other than, other than, Do other you feel than like just, you'd be sinning. <laughs> No, I, I just feel like you're, 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 you're like everything that you're geared towards, everything that I was geared towards was, it, uh, yeah. it just, it seems to me like the best, you're covering your entire yard in plastic yeah. and, and there's a, like a certain kind of mentality that it takes to do that. I feel like, and I, yeah. I I'm just kind of. Well, you know, I mean, I think it's it's not necessarily covering the entire yard because you still have planting beds and that sort of stuff. So you still have I some guess. natural in with I, it. I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, but, you know, the other thing, too, is if your yard's not that big. Because yeah. think about that. You know, we live in Dallas where they will squeeze every last square inch out of a lot to That's put a house true. on it. And you've got a postage stamp in the backyard for a yard. Yeah. Or, like, or zero lot. Yeah. No, I... I've come around into into a in in certain use cases that yeah. I, I could see where where something like that would be handy. Yeah. Or like we had a we had a client one time that his backyard just flooded every every I mean so nothing it was just a giant mud puddle. Sure. The entire time and so in that case you know he put down uh, 
we did a backyard edition for him, and and in between that, he he had uh, artificial turf. artificial yeah artificial grass just on the side, and it looked really good, but nothing was going to grow back there because it was so waterlogged. You yeah, ninety percent of the time that there was nothing that was going to happen with it. Wow. Wow. Well, that makes sense. So that makes sense too. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is we had a client one time who was um, looking at putting a putting green in his backyard. Yeah. And, you know, this is perfect for it. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to maintain it. It's the right length, you know, and, and, and they make it specifically for putting. Yes. You know, well, so, and so, the, so the the manufacturer is actually making this for that type of application. And I, and and I, and knowing how much work the golf course has put into keeping their putting greens. Oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely perfect. Oh yeah. I, I could definitely see where you know, if you have that inclination, then sure, you know, yeah. just put it back there. But yeah. I guess I'm still not a fan. <laughs> I, I just. Well, you know, I think I think you'd have to be very specific about what you're using it for. Yeah. I mean, really, you you've got to. You know, it's it's very purposeful. Hmm. You know, there's a reason you're really doing it, other than just I'm lazy. <laughs> uh, so there's got to be a reason you're really doing it, and um, and then doing it in limited quantities. You know, not going overboard with it. Yeah. So I, I think you know, but you know, like I said, you're you like your front yard. You like working in your yard. I mean, yes. as far as, you know, the, the plantings and stuff, I know you hate mowing. Yes. So, but I know all the other, other you know, you're outside and you're in the garden and you're doing this and that. Um, so I think for people who are of that mind, mindset, maybe. Uh, yeah. Be less, I, I hate doing yard work. I just cannot stand it. Um, right there with you. Yeah. Especially, especially in the hundred degree heats that, uh, hundred degree heat waves that we're getting yeah. these days. Yeah. Well, and I've got three oleanders in our backyard that are going to have to come down Ooh. all the way down um, because they've got a, um, it's a bacteria. It's oh. called a scorch leaf. Oh yeah. And uh, once it gets it, it's Is it a leaf blight. Uh, it's like a blight. Yeah. But, okay. it, but the, all the leaves turn brown. Mm-hmm. And this is an evergreen shrub and leaves are turning brown. Yeah. yeah. And it's finally spread to our last remaining um, uh, oleander. So we're like, so for right now, we're just going to cut them basically back down to stubs. And then but, see if it'll regrow. Yeah. yeah. But that's like a going to be a two or three day chore because mm-hmm. these things have gotten huge. Oh, yeah. And I'm in huge branches. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, but I'm like, okay, okay, well, I'll, I'll do that. But <laughs> I don't have to mow. I don't want to trim. I don't want to edge. Let somebody else do that. But, yeah, we'll, we'll have to take them all the way out. Yeah. So that's rather unfortunate. But uh, but yeah, no, I th- I think there are uses for artificial artificial turf, like we said, you know, playgrounds, uh, playgrounds, dog kennels, kennels. sports facilities, yeah, well, places and the like you said, the places where you really can't get stuff to grow, or like a, you know, townhome or something where you where if you drive through Dallas and you see these townhomes going up, there is literally no space for for anything natural to grow. Yes, yes. <laughs> they 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 put the buildings the minimum code distance apart. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So yeah, so uh so when you're thinking about, you know, problems with your yard and you need to make things look green again, uh, you know, that's something to consider is, you know, can I use some artificial turf somewhere to sort of mitigate some of what's going on? Or just spray paint it green. Or just or or just spray paint it green. That's always the other option. Wise ass. 
Uh, well, thank you guys for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we're actually recording in a new space, and hopefully this is going to go much better. Once, oh. once sound like we're in a tin can. Mm-hmm. Yay! Um, but if it is, well, be patient. We're getting there. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully keep coming back at you sounding like normal human beings. Yay! Yay. So No robots. Yeah, no robots. So as always, you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, Spotted Dog Architecture on Facebook and at Spotted Dog Arch on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Arch Geek Matt on Twitter. Sweet, 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 sweet. Well, thank you. Thank you guys for listening. And hopefully we'll be back in a couple of weeks with something as equally intriguing as AstroTurf. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.